Um, keys just get pucks deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep, we're back. Just dishing it, 47. What's going on, everybody? Joined, as usual, by the dynamic duo, John Toots, tutor and producer extraordinaire, Derek Hoskin. Gentlemen, you made it back safe from Vegas. So did I. That's a joke. I never left. Fill us in, spill the beans. Let's go. Uh, well, we'll start off. We'll start off with um, this is a uh, non-pro American Airlines. Yeah, this is podcast. no. You know what? This is a fuck American Airlines. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. I was trying All to right. keep it light, but it, I. Um, it is fuck I here, the thing though, they the last the last four calls I had with American Airlines, all yeah. four of the reps, especially the last one late on Saturday night. Very nice. Macy was her name. A doll, a peach. I wish she worked for JetBlue. That being said, <laughs> they tried everything. They tried everything. Because they were canceling them, they could look at other airlines. They just could not get – they said the, the, the only shot you have to get there when it's reasonable and when you need to be there because you're already late – Based on what we were doing there, it's we have to get you to Chicago for your connecting flight at 8 a.m. Chicago time. And there was just no way to do it, both, you know, at a reasonable time. And the, it worked out. The, the earliest I was going to get there was like 3 34 o'clock Vegas time on um, Saturday. So tough. Yeah, that's just a tough. It's a that's, that's a, a tough, tough thing too, because like I know we were all going through it. Like Tuesday, we were supposed to leave Thursday, and all of our flights kept getting canceled and rebooked. And to your point, Benny, like everyone that I talked to to get my flights rebooked, and and I think these guys too, super helpful, just super genuinely nice. Like I feel bad for them because they were probably getting just absolutely bombarded all day. Yeah, so, it's mother nature, you know. You know, and, I, and I used to work in customer service, right? Like I did customer service line over the phone for a little bit after college and a little bit in person at a golf course. So I know what it's like when people berate you. So I'll never do that to an individual. Like I saw some people at the airport just losing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because nobody deserves that at all, right? Like everyone's frustrated. They can't get where they need to be or they're being, you know, thrown a loop or whatever. But um the nice yeah, lady I mean, or man at the kiosk or whatever, the nice person at the kiosk is, is not controlling help. two feet of they, fucking snow. And they're exactly. only going to help you if anything. So, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you're not making them try to help you anymore if you're, if you're being rude to them. But, um, while it's a major inconvenience, I mean, there's nothing they can really do. But I mean, honestly, the, the worst part. So, like, I got, I got bumped up to Wednesday. They got me in the last seat on a flight to Charlotte. But I missed the connecting flight because the flight was delayed out of Buffalo on Wednesday. So they actually put me up in a hotel. It was it was fine. Like gave me a meal voucher, or whatever, and got me to Vegas on Thursday, like midday. But the worst part of the entire trip for me was the way back. And I thought it was gonna be great. I walked through security to go to my red eye on Sunday night. I walked through uh, Nobody ahead of me, literally ghost town in the Vegas airport. It was awesome. 
walk through, sat down, grabbed myself a sandwich for before I got on the plane. We sit down on the plane. What kind of sandwich? Um, I, a burger, actually. I should have specified a burger and some fries. Bam. Um, and uh, I sit on the plane. And as they're pushing back, they finish the safety spiel, whatever. And everyone's like, all right, perfect. Right. It's a red eye. You're going to close your eyes. You're going to get some sleep. Boom. Right on cue, straight across the aisle from me, mother and her toddler, this kid starts wailing. And like, I'm not sleeping. Oh, it was brutal. Zero sleep on the red eye. Then lay over in in charlotte the next morning second flight i get on um shout out to this guy that was sitting next to me on the second flight there were open seats so we had like a three-seater just the two of us with an open seat he's from like the batavia area and like knows like a bunch of the families i know including matt's family apparently so what was his um, name uh his name was mike um i guess he owns like batavia turf um very cool those big soccer field area there too. So um, yeah, cool, small world, but exhausted the last couple of days is an understatement, I'd say. Yeah. But you know, we're here, we're back. I feel ready to get back I'm, at it. I feel mentally drained having gone through like 12 canceled flights in three days. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, even yeah. like when we, like when we got to Vegas, don't get me wrong. Like we were all like, wow, we're like, we're, we're here. Cause that, at one point we were like we were in the same position we were like we thought we were packing this one in and you know all taking our our refunds pretty much because like our switch in the airport was literally a last reserve like they switched us over to JetBlue to go to jfk if we didn't get that we were in the exact same boat as benny i mean we wouldn't have gotten out until saturday so i mean we had like literally one flight one shot on it and we all got lucky did you did you at least benny like did you get like a full like at least cash refund like back to your credit card like they didn't like jerk it around with like credits and stuff like that uh no it's still in process but they they didn't jerk me around at all about so well you have to do flight credits it was none of that it was like it would the the, the, you know what the biggest struggle was on that last call at 10 30 at night with with her digging through the same flight logs trying the same things trying cleveland trying syracuse even back to Buffalo because I was in Rochester at that point. Um, it was always like when I had to finally just admit the defeat of it's not happening. Take the you just got to take the refund. Yeah, that's that was really the the only hang up. Once I had, once I, <laughs> once I mustered up the courage to just say it, even though I knew it in my gut. That once that happened, they were just like, she was very. We were like on this mission together, me and this Macy lady, or Macy or Marcy. I feel bad, I can't remember, but um, yeah. And then that's that was it. And it was just like, once that happened, they were great about it. It's you know, it can take up to 10 days, but she put the refund request through due to their them canceling flights, and it's you know. I, I tried to rebook a bunch, but I just, they weren't going to get me there till two days after I was supposed to be there. So I'm sure it'll go smooth, but there's like the 10 day waiting period. Now, yep. Chad's a little skeptical. Um, you know, Chad got a little bit of toot from somebody apparently 
because he kept he was rebooking stuff and he was still asking about the refund and it, well you rebooked yourself so you can't no there's no refund and it's like at that See, point it's still snowing and snowing like we're just trying to get lucky we'll get yeah. locked in maybe something's gonna take off but deep down we know it ain't happening that's where like it was interesting because I didn't realize that how they how they determine it because I, I almost came to the same realization and I got kind of lucky but like uh in terms of the refund basically what they told me they were like yeah if you rebook yourself on a flight even after we canceled your original because you got reticketed if you cancel it and before we do then you can only get flight credit on a future american airlines flight and i'm assuming most airlines do that but if they cancel it and you don't rebook then you can get your cash back yes um so yeah just kind of i think a horrible process but um yeah you know, I, I really this they get thing, like and i'm a i'm an anxious traveler anyway i hate flying not because it makes me nervous being in the plane it's just the whole hassle of it right like showing up to the airport i'm the dude that his friends make fun of him because he shows up three hours before his flight because i'm always paranoid i'm not going to get through security on time like it's, left at, left oh, at seven, seven yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, that's, how I, that's how I am because, like, I wouldn't even be able to enjoy myself if I stayed another hour because hey, I'd I don't be like, freaking out mentally, like, am I going to make it on time? And then hey, I get I through the gate you. and I'm sitting there killing three hours. But um, he just likes getting lit up in the fucking airport. With I, the I fucking don't even airport. do that. I don't. Nah. I don't drink. I don't drink before a flight. I don't. Um, I really uh, don't either. So you know, but you know why? It's because I have like the bladder of a three-year-old. Too much for the listeners there, and I don't want to have to get up to piss every ten minutes on the flight. No, like, not at all. That's why you do what I did and just eat a bunch of edibles and then fall asleep. Mm. Yeah, well, you know that's that's another option. I I don't I don't go down that route, but you know I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will say we got very lucky on the way home with our flight because our flight was fully. Uh, book to the gills and they were like i mean when you checked in on the american airlines app they were offering money to bump your flight to the next morning so they did that for they did that for me too and i and i didn't take it but how much money um it started gave like you the option for me. yeah it started at 200 for us and went all the way up to 450 so i just wanted to be home though yeah i don't um, know how you guys are whenever i go on a trip it doesn't matter like how much fun i have or like whatever, I'm always so ready to be home by like the last day. That's so why they say ideal vacation is like I think eight days or something like that. I don't even think I could make it eight days. I did a full week for a golf trip last year, and like day five, I was like, "Bro, I just want to be in my own bed." Mm-hmm. No, I feel you on it. It gets, it gets to be a lot. It does after a amount of time. I'm doing the Outer Banks in uh, early April, but that that's like a exactly a week. And that's perfect. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go back to Vegas in June. So Ooh, hopefully, yeah. no snow in June holding us back. Nah, don't worry. You'll, I'm, you, I'm uh, sure you'll be fine. But now you're a seasoned vet, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm not taking. I'm taking a different airline too. Um, and you're and you're gonna stay. I mean, we had a good spot. We had a good. Yeah. We had a good staying spot. It was just not centrally located, and that's what you you got to pay for. I mean, Vegas is very walkable, and it's like Less easy to learned. get around. But you gotta, you gotta stay central. Pretty much is what I've learned. Because off the strip is, 
It can get you into some hairy situations like uh, our walk to the Einstein Bagel Bros, you know? Yeah, so so <laughs> this this is in the morning on Saturday. Um, is it for, no, it was Friday. It was skills competition day. Yeah. Um, so it's Friday morning. Boys leave early and, for their media passes. Uh, Matt, Jared, and Nick have to leave the hotel room early to go to the arena and pick up their media credentials for the weekend. Jared got three of them, so those three guys had them. Derek, Hopfer, and I, we're just going to go to the skills comp and, and hang out. So just we, go to, we go and we're like, yeah, let's grab breakfast. Derek is like, I want to go to Einstein Bagels over here, so let me put in the directions and let's walk. We walk through. We get not even halfway there, and I'm like, I don't really feel like we should be walking here. <laughs> we shouldn't. And um, Derek's like, no, it's fine. It's like right up here. And I'm like, what is it? Is it like, like it a, really, bunch of, a bunch of tents like, or like, like where we side, got here? The sidewalk like kind of ended, so you had to walk like in the road, and then there was just like sketchy spots like next apartment to it. complexes. So yeah. we like we mm. walk through. We finally get to Einstein, and I was like, "Well, that was that was brutal." Um, and it, Hopper was saying it, the same thing. In and the then defense, we get, no, it really wasn't. It, the no, area was not good, but it wasn't far. It wasn't far. Um, and uh, we get into our Uber that that night. And Derek says, it was either Derek or Hopper says something to the Uber driver and was like, yeah, like we ended up like walking over to like Einstein. We cut through here on the way there. And the driver just goes, oh, we're like, what? He goes, yeah, you guys should not be walking over there. (laughs) I was like, see, Derek, I told you. Um, So needless to say, uh, we did not go back to Einstein bagels uh, the rest of the trip. It was delicious, um, though. I, I'll give it that. Uh, That's unfortunate. A yeah, delicious right. quick Uber. Tell the Uber guy to wait while you get your order, pick it up, and give him a bagel. Yeah. Uh, I, you see. I, hey, I mean, I mean, I did, I, in all fairness, after our walk, I did offer, like, hey, I know that wasn't good. We should take an Uber back. But they were all in agreement. So if we already did it once, let's do it again. Yeah, like I already we, survived we already, it. I we, we well did it again. It just was like a very like deserted area that you just looked like you possibly could get jumped in. I've just, watched just way too bit. many episodes of Criminal Minds to not realize that ends up horribly. But the, it's crazy because it literally was like half a, mi- half a mile, 0.6 miles away from – the hotel so i mean didn't think like anything of it really but yeah and i guess i guess uh you, you live and you learn but that's also what we were talking about when we were there and like that's the crazy thing about when you travel is like no matter what you like look up you still don't know if it's a good area or not right yeah. because you don't live i mean i did the same thing in nashville we got an airbnb it was a gorgeous airbnb for 15 people but as soon as you drove up to it you were like this is in a shit part of town mm. yep that's all part of the experience, as they say. <laughs> it was taking us taking the city for what it is, wherever you are, the place that you're at. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah, what a wild place. But um, you know, I think definitely have like a better game plan to attack Vegas next time I go there, just in terms of what casinos to hit. Um you know, where, where the best spots are to, to go get food, stuff like that. So that'll be really cool. I know what blackjack dealers I don't want dealing to me. God, we um, got killed. We got killed, Benny. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's that's what I wanted to use 
um, to, to segue into this is obviously this episode is coming out uh, Thursday before the Super Bowl. So we're going to have a quite a bit of fun with that. But anything else you guys want to wrap up about the uh, the experience and what got done as far as addition and skin stuff? Um, yeah, it's some really cool moments and some content there. I mean, one that, you know, no content of it, but just, you know, a good relationship to have and keep up. Um, Deion Dawkins was out there for the Pro Bowl um, and he had FaceTime Nick while we were out there. So he actually met up with us at, in in and out and bought us some burgers and just like hung out for a little bit there. That's pretty, um, pretty, pretty crazy so, experience. So shout out, usual, shout out to Dion. I told Nick and Maddie that I want to just like make moves because his number is 73. So maybe try to get him on for episode 73, you know, um, it, manifest you know, it, try it, try it, you know, manifest it. Dion, if you're listening, thank you again for the burger. Um, and, uh, other than that though, like what day one, Derek at the, the chiclets cup, uh, yeah, Maddie, did a lot. Maddie got skate skins on, uh, Mike Grinnell, the, uh, producer of chiclets is, um, blades for their game so beauty cool just about there. and every single i couldn't i was like busy like filming but the guys all around said that every barstool camera was pointed on like us putting yeah. the skate skins on grinnell at the time so we got an install done an install video done ourselves as well as barstool doing the work for us so we're going to be looking out for that footage as well um but yeah i mean it it the Chicklets Cup was awesome. Really looking forward to it coming to Buffalo in, in July. Um, you know, that was the big announcement there. So definitely a lot more down. I'm assuming we're going to have to play in that one. I feel like we got Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to. We got to defend the turf. I mean, yeah. it's hard not to. So we're going to have what – what are the squad sizes? I don't even remember. We're going to have to do it was three on. It was three on three, but the decision we got to make is either blade, blades or feet. You know what what the craziest shit, though, was, Benny? The Chicklets team, the roller team, uh, literally, they they won their division, which was actually, like, a good. I think, like, I think it was, like, it wasn't the A division, though, I don't think. But they literally, on their team, had two former Division I players. They had Riggs, who does the four-play podcast uh, for golf for Barstool. He played at Harvard. And then they had Rudy who also works at Barstool, played at Denver. Um, they also had a couple guys you might know. Scott Darling, how are you? He was skating out, though. And uh, Patrick Sharp, who – it's not even fair, dude. This guy rolls up. Yeah. He's got his yeah. He's yeah. got his perfect hair flowing out of the beanie, his sunglasses. This dude is probably, like, the biggest man rocket in the world and has three Stanley Cups. Like, it's not fair. And he was rolling around like it was no big deal. And then he's going and then he's going down in the Chicklets Cup on like some scrub that was probably drinking six dollar Bud Lights last night. Like like, oh my god, unbelievable. Um but yeah, they had they had a cool team. There's a lot of a lot of really cool people out there and um you know, shout out to those guys and I know Is Sharpie working anywhere? Um, I don't, I don't know, because he was doing the NBC stuff, but now that they don't have hockey, I, I haven't seen him. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I he's doing either. like Chicago stuff or or anything like that. That's a good but, point. Um, yeah, shout out to Mike Grinnell, um for putting that absolute beauty. Chicklets, Un- unbelievable tournament that that he uh, put together for them. A lot of fun to just be around it, and the energy there is awesome. Everybody's having a good time, and. 
everyone's there to just have fun with each it's other. It's really cool that it was like really, it was really inclusive. Like everyone right. was just doing every, you know, like all, you know, biz is running around talking to everyone and shit. And, you know, it's, it, it's not like it was like gated off or the player area was like different. You know, the only thing was that, you know, Barstool had their own area, rightfully so it's their tournament. So, right. but yeah, it was really run really well. Um, we were only there the one day, but yeah, I mean, we got our, content had some sick barstool skate skins and then um yeah other than that i mean the boys got some like real good content down um down uh in the media areas during the you know all-star game cav got some sick pictures of you know players and stuff and yeah you know uh two legends got to meet austin matthews and maddie keeler so you know yeah and Deion Dawkins and Connor McDavid. Yeah, that yeah, their own right. Yeah, that that was hilarious. That's just you know, that's great. Um, but yeah, no, overall, really good weekend. Really sad that all the boys couldn't make it out. But you know, hey, like we said, this is not going to be our our last one. We got many more down the pipeline. So for sure, I will I will say there was one point where we kind of split up, and Derek and I were by ourselves at the casino <laughs> playing blackjack. Because uh, some of the other guys, right, you know, they're just not big gamblers, uh, which is cool. Um, but that's where that's where I was missing that that Benny energy. We needed we needed uh, one more we needed one more I on needed, the table to uh, I even out our that cards. Pick me up so bad. Yeah, we needed um, one more person on the table. Getting in a chirping match with the blackjack dealer and oh getting thrown God. out. No, the blackjack hurt? dealers were really nice. They actually were really wanting us to win, but they were just fucking killing us. A couple, a couple of the dealers were nice. I had one guy the first night that. Uh, yeah, that guy was not too good. He was but, having because I'm I'm a social guy at the table. I like to chop it up a little bit. He was just having none of it, but. I, I, and even they were really nice about like saying like uh you know what what you should play on and whatnot you know she was they were pretty nice about it but they were just getting some fucking luke i mean just blackjack off the first draw like a couple times i'll tell you this the first night i was there the the one night that i did finish uh positive at the table in the black um i had a stretch in five hands i got blackjack three times Two out of those, two out of those three times that I got it, I pushed because the dealer also had it. That, yeah, that's that's, that's how this weekend went. That's yeah, that was went. that sums it up. It really does. It was real tough. I mean, and and we had like, and the shitty part is that Tudor and I were rolling at one point, and people were just getting up and down, so it was tough. Yeah, shout, out, shout out to the poor Browns fan from Cleveland that sat oh. down to my left and was down twelve hundred and lost another three real quick. <laughs> um, you know. But you know he's a Browns fan. He's been through enough. I know. He I kind of for my Michigan hat, so I don't. I don't really care. Well, I mean, in Michigan, yeah. there are a bunch of frauds. Yeah. Derek, we go over yeah. this every year. Yeah, but he was. He's just like an <laughs> Ohio State fan. Yeah, uh, nothing to stand on this year. So speaking of football teams from Ohio, though. <laughs> Not name the Cleveland Browns because they may never make it to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, and I almost said St. Louis. Good God, uh, Los Angeles Rams. They should go back weekend. after. They should go hype. back. Yeah, after the hype. Did you see um, the freaking like rally that they did? And there was like maybe two hundred fans there. 
Like, yeah. No one gives a shit about football in LA. I think that's no. I mean, I don't think anyone really like I mean, I guess you get your pockets, right? Like in bigger cities. They should have left the Chargers in San Diego too. That kind of annoying. That annoyed me. That one I think was gonna happen. They got two basketball teams, they got a hockey team, they got a baseball, like they got enough. I will say though, it seems like um Vegas two soccer teams Vegas is really about their sports though. They love the Golden Knights. Golden Knights uh energy was electric inside. Yeah, let's let's see how that goes when they stink and then That's the true. raiders they really haven't been bad yet yeah, yeah the raiders were raiders raiders energy there was a decent amount of raiders energy but i mean it's also it's still it was tough to tell though because it's after yeah. football season at least for i mean the super bowl still but like the raiders obviously aren't in it so it's kind of tough to tell i think with them but yeah i mean Very vegas true. Vegas hockey fans, yeah, I mean, they seem to be super into it. But like Benny said, you know, we'll see if they have a couple down. Alex I Petrangelo mean. is a is a fraud that he didn't deserve that All Star shootout win. Oh yeah, geez, dude, um, that was bad. I didn't watch any of it too closely. I, I was I was pretty bitter most yeah. of the week. Yeah, I, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, that. Was, I avoided it. I was but. just getting frustrated, but I tuned in a little bit. I I did see, um, I, I did see Zegers's live. I was yeah, like, I mean, that all right. was like, that's when I turned it off, honestly, because I'm like, that's going to win. Um, and it didn't. And then that, it's that kind of schmuck stuff of fucking, that fucking John Hamm. I mean, another, I like John Another Hamm. Another man rocket. You know, St. Louis Blues fan, got to love it. But come on. You're, you, you're not giving that a 10? Right. Yeah. Right? That's I what mean, happened? He didn't give him a 10? Yeah, he that's didn't give him Petrangelo a 10. Won. And then, yeah, Petrangelo. It was written in the cards that Petrangelo was supposed to win, even though he didn't even score on his goal. So it doesn't Yeah, matter. it's like a fucking WWE script. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't even impressed by the Jack Hughes one either. That was like – it was. Just... He didn't do anything. He opened a box and a little kid skated down and scored. <laughs> It up. What do you mean? Wasn't impressed by it? The dude didn't even do anything. <laughs> uh, you know the old showmanship, but uh, back to yeah. football. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who do you, Who do you guys got? I don't think I can pick an outright winner. I'm not. No, you I have think... to. That's not how this works. You don't get to be here and like not pick a winner. I'll pick a winner, but I'm not going to bet it. So you know. Yeah. Advisory I'll... warning. I'll I'll give out who I think's going to win. What's the? Do you guys have an app pulled up right now? I have an article pulled up. The, so the spread opened at minus four and a half for the Rams. Still at, it's at four right now. Is it, okay, so it's minus four. Oh no, I see um, four and a, four and a half right now. Okay. Caesars, I think, was at four though. Four, so four and a half we'll depends say, on where you're looking. I don't. I don't know. What do you guys think? They cover. Um, four is tough. Four is tricky. Um, Vegas, I, I think, did very well on this. Yeah, Caesars is no. sitting at four. Even I think I think the Rams win, but I don't think they cover. Reason I say that: looking up some stats, stat guy over here. Uh, Bengals have covered their last six games against opponents with winning records. Yeah, okay. all you got to do to cover is lose by a field goal, right? I could easily see this being a tight game, and Rams win by a field goal. And that's why if I did bet. On a side, as far as the spread, I would bet the Bengals even at three and a half. It's kind of where yeah, I, was, I, I think yeah. I was looking towards. So yeah. my th- only problem with that is, well, it kind of plays into it when this might be a reason why I end up throwing one in. We'll see how I do the rest of the week with hockey. There's some soccer on the weekend mornings. We'll see if we can get on the right side of some of these NHL totals. 
I will say, I don't know if we can see this, probably not very well, but that is a clip from the Simpsons. And they have an episode where they predict that Cincinnati and LA are in the Super Bowl. That's weird. And they have the score as Cincinnati 34, LA 31. So I think just for shits and giggles, I'm going to have to hop on FanDuel and bet. And I'm gonna tail the Simpson the the Simpsons bet, <laughs> and I'm gonna throw down the final score 34-31, a cool twenty five bucks. I'm sure that's gonna pay out a couple thousand, probably oh, yeah. even more. So Let's, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of tempted to just see what that uh what yeah, that we could probably out. pull that. Are, I don't you, know. are you gonna par- are you gonna lay it? What do you mean? You parlay it? Like no, 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 dude. The odds on that are gonna be ridiculous. I'm just gonna throw twenty five on it. I guarantee you, it's gonna be absurd all right let's see if i can find an exact score here there i know you can do them on Fanduel. i just haven't done it but i don't know if it's right re- if it's like regulated by the state but that was something i wanted to share as far as that but where the money's gonna be made like most super bowls is the props we're gonna have fun with this prop section because i already got six prop bets placed in my seat here but uh Toots, what do you think? So for a side, I'm right there with you. I think the Rams are going to win the game. That O-line versus the D-line, um, O-line of the Bengals versus the, the D-line of the Rams. I mean, I, I heard some stat about Burrow, their last six games he's gotten. Or I think like – oh, fuck, what was it? He's, he's been sacked like over 50 times, maybe 60 times this year. Well, he's been, I think in their last, like, I, again, like maybe a couple in the end of the regular season and all their playoff games, or maybe the last 12 or something, he's been pressured 91 times. Yep. And like that's, I, the Rams D is no joke. But, no, it's um, not. But I, the Bengals D honestly kind of surprised me a little bit. Not that I thought they were bad, but like they really stepped up and shut the Chiefs down in the second half of that game. Yeah, three points uh, scored. I mean, Jesus. So, I mean, that's the thing. Is like the, the Bengals' defense is no slouch either. I'm a Steelers fan, so I will never, ever root for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Unless you bet on them to cover. Uh, honestly, I would put the money in as like an emotional hedge. I would root so hard against them, and then if they won, I'd be like, yeah, at least I got paid. Yeah. Um, you know, but, yeah, I think like with the Bengals, they're – they're going to be there for a while. I think the Rams' window is a little bit smaller just because they're older. Um, so, I don't know. I'd like to see Matt Stafford, you know, lift the Lombardi trophy after spending how many years in purgatory up in Detroit. Yeah. Um, so, it'd be cool to see him kind of get a chance to really shine on the big stage. And I, I, I don't know, man. The over, over under two I'm looking at is 48 and a half. I I, would I don't. I don't like it, but based on my Simpsons pick, I would tend to think over. Yeah. Um, and you know what? If if you bet the under, you just don't like having fun. Um, yes. You know, if you're gonna root for you know three and outs and and punts, then if the hot play on something is the under, I don't. Just don't I, if the hot plays the under, I don't even watch the game. Yeah. Like you know, if I want to, if I wanted to watch boring football, I'd watch the Michigan Wolverines. You know. Um, Right there. 
<laughs> um, Jeez. But uh, don't they're I'm still hung up on that that I fucking bet on them in the final four and they're switching quarterbacks in the fucking college football they're playoff. Frauds, Benny, they're frauds Ooh, every a, year. Yeah. They're frauds. I just, um, you know, there's something there's, there's some kind of competitive that make spirit in me when Harbaugh jacks up those khakis and, you know, lunges over where you like, you just want this guy to succeed. There's just something about it. I, don't, I can't really explain it other than that. Derek, you having a time over there trying to find that, yeah, this is, I mean, there's a lot of bets. What are you looking for here? The exact score? Exact score, that's gotcha. the uh, Interesting prop, though, I did hear this week. Um, so part of my take this week had a Bengals player um, hovered on their podcast. Um, he did confirm that they have orange Gatorade always on their sideline. So, if you're betting the Gatorade color prop, if you think the Bengals are going to win, orange is going to be the play. Just going to throw that little nugget out there for you boys. So, I'm guessing – I didn't. yeah, I didn't even look at that. Not on, kind of I've looked. It's not on Not on any of the sports books yet. I've Did also you been, try FanDuel? Yeah. Because some, somebody won like half a mil betting exact scores of the conference championship games. Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't checked that yet. I'm trying to still just look through. I think FanDuel's the. It's definitely FanDuel is the one I saw. But yeah, dudes, I um I haven't looked at some of those goofy ones like that. You know, the fun ones, the coin toss and the Gatorade. But I kind of assumed blue and orange would be the kind of the two favorites. Yeah. Um, you know what though? I like those, and I don't know if you guys ever do these, but I've done it where you know Super Bowl parties with some friends or whatever. Um, we just print out those prop sheets that have like whatever it is, like 20, 25 different things on it that you can pick like over unders, you know, first to score, all that stuff, heads and tails. And um, everyone just throws in 10 bucks with their sheet and uh, whoever gets the most right wins it. So Mm. I think those are all pretty fun, but yeah, Gatorade color always sticks out of my head. I never get that one right. Yeah. It's always cause it's fun. It's just like the close off the game. You get to see, like, uh, maybe you got some other bets right, and then that's just kind of the nightcap, or you didn't hit shit, and then that's your last resort, and then you see that color that you picked come out, and you're like, yeah. Side note, if you guys are going to bet on the coin toss, um, Caesars is the only place that has it at plus on either side, sitting at a even plus 100 on either side. I dig uh, it. Trying to find... While Derek's still looking for that, I've got two parlays set up for player props that I will share. Um, I feel really good about these. I did a lot of reading up on this last night. Um, I'll do one at a time here, but, um, you know, extensive reading and number analysis that I didn't write down, but as I'm going through it and I type it in my notepad, knowing I'm going to bet it if I see the right number. So the first one I put in, um, I know this is trendy, but I mean, there's sometimes it's just, it's staring you in the face and uh, you got to do it. Evan McPherson, that fucking rock star of a (laughs) kicker. Over one and a half field goals made. Then I've got that parlayed with Cam Akers total rushing yards under 64 and a half. 
And rounding off that parlay, Joe Mixon total receptions over three and a half. I like it. That gets you at plus 430 on the odds when you parlay those together. $50 wager wins you 265 So I've checked on FanDuel under scoring and totals, and I don't see either of those. Um, a lot of both teams to score, total touchdowns, bunch of all of that stuff. So Rams total points, odd even. I think they took it away after someone got killed. I think after they got killed on that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but that's still lame. Like, like even under scoring, I don't even yeah, see. Like, I don't it's think just like race to 15, race to 500K to a sports book is the yeah, drop in the care. bucket. Yeah. Last scoring play to score every quarter. I just don't see. I feel like some of the props where they put them in these sports books, too, they don't really make sense to me. Like the category you click on or whatever, it's just kind of confusing. So at, maybe it's somewhere we're not looking. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably dig around more on that. But just for the fun of it, I think that'd be a blast to put the Simpsons one. But if not, it's like if you want to tail the Simpsons one and you see that score, you may as well chuck. You might as well if you want to have fun with it. Bengals money line. Mm-hmm. Bengals. If you can parlay and Bengals money line, Bengals the cover and the over. I don't think you can do money line and spread. See, that's why I like having bookies because I'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. Because yeah. most of the time you're just an idiot. But if you got, if you're set on tail and something, but then at well, that case, you might as well just do I have money, a lot. Line, money line Bengals and throw it with the over. You can got even a lot of alternate uh, line over, tease it up if you want to get see, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the bookie life mainly because. You don't have to deposit your shit up front. I know. When I, I mean, lose, like, when I lose all the free money that Caesars gave me, I'm probably going to go back to you yeah. Know, like you just, I I don't I don't love the fact that you have to like deposit all the shit up front, and then you've got like the transaction time like waiting. Like yeah, I don't know. Let's just do this. Um, taxes. So most of the time, True. so most of my bets like taxes. for this weekend are a lot of like player, like a lot of props. A lot of odds boosted stuff that they've given out. Like any player to have at least 150 rushing yards, yes. Um, any QB to have four or more passing touchdowns, yes. Like total Cincinnati Bengals team touchdown over two and a half. I have Bengals over 21 and a half points. Um, Joe Burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns. That's an even plus 100. Um, yes to offensive score on the first drive of the game. And then the recent one that I just took was yes, both teams score two plus passing touchdowns in Super Bowl 56. So there's just a lot of like, I feel like random ones that I don't know if I'm going to bet the outcome of the game, but at least there's a lot of different options there. Also, I will say that I've been on an absolute tear on hockey. I went 4-0 and again last night after not being able to bet for a week. So uh, that brings it up to, I think we are, we are like 14-1 and in the last like 15, about there. Right around there. So 
pretty solid. Pretty solid stuff. You got to start announcing your picks then. I, I I mean I might as well. You got to announce them. You got to announce them ahead of time to count the stats, right? Like I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So I mean, you should start posting them. See what happens. I mean, ah, I should just start a TikTok, right? You know, like lock it with Derek kind of thing. You know, like, I think so. I mean, as soon as you do that, you'll probably go like oh and four. Eric's dunks, but that's fine. Derek's that's how it works. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I actually. You know, I haven't placed a sports bet since the last Super Bowl, if you guys can believe that. Wow. Last Super Bowl. It's been a full oh, yeah. calendar. What are, you, what are you trying to do? Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I literally... 70% of this goddamn podcast episode is me and this other degenerate Derek over here <laughs> just you know ripping what? off prop butts, talking about Gatorade colors, and you're sitting there telling me you haven't placed a wager on a sport game since yeah. we had a, 2020. We had to yeah. talk about it. We had to talk about it this weekend as we were gambling. Unbelievable. He's just been he, – he was burnt out. He was burnt out. I was. You know what it is? It's like – I'm only hating on him for content purposes because I – No, like yeah. Him. I mean, definitely <laughs> shit on me all you want. I mean, when we first started doing this, we were doing like Toots Talks and I was giving you picks on games every week. But like I think – true. I think for me too, it was one of those things, right, where like I was that dude for so – like for a few years, right, like right after college where – I was every single night like betting multiple games. I bet the entire slate on Saturday for college football, the entire slate for NFL on Sunday. Like that's all I did, right? To the point where like I wouldn't even like watch games with certain people because they would be stressed out watching me place bets during games. <laughs> um, you know, and it was kind of just a ride for a few years. And then like I don't know. Like, I just, like, stopped for, like, a little bit. Um, not even really intentionally. Like, it wasn't an issue. Um, you know, I never got, like, out of hand where I, I had, like, a spending problem with it. But, like, I just it's didn't. A, it's stressful. Yeah, it was just, like, I was, like, man, like, I am I don't miss the stress that I used to feel every single Saturday during college football season or, or whatever. So, you know, I kind of got away from it. Unfortunately, I kind of also got away from watching a lot of sports, too, because of it. But, um, you know, I still obviously tune in for a lot of NHL stuff and and things like that. But, um, yeah, especially football. Like, I don't watch as much football anymore because of it. But we'll see. Maybe someday I pick it back up. I still haven't downloaded any of these apps, so we'll see. I give you credit on the resisting. I do. Um, it's not, you know what though? It's not even resisting. I don't even like think about it. That's that's good stuff, man. I um, it's just, it's really just something to do. I don't. I think twice ever I've spent over like what I set my weekly limit at, which is well into what I know I can afford. I'm never 100%. putting myself in any sort of bind. Um, and I understand sometimes. And I'm one of those jackasses. Sometimes you know, college football season, I like doing you know five four five six pick parlay sometimes you know, with some of those point spreads it's just fun to see if you can put the puzzle together and end up looking smart most of the time you're not i will say though not gonna flaunt it just gonna state it 56 percent this fall in college football clipping so you know it is what it is so i can't find i can't find exact 
total what I'm seeing exact points on each side. So I guess you could parlay those together. It's the same thing, I guess. And they're giving out like, so what did you have at? Uh, 30, Cincinnati 34, LA 31. 34. And we'll add LA 31 on that. What are they individually? I'm not a fan of parlays at all. Um, so getting just the Bengals at 34 is plus 1,600. See, that to me is the play because that's a high enough payout where at those odds you could put however much, right? Let's make it easy just to throw numbers around. You could put 10 bucks to make 160 on that. And you're gonna be you're gonna be happy with that kind of return. As soon as you start parlaying, like yeah, your return goes up, but the odds of you hitting that just plummets. This is lame right there. Sorry, unfortunately your picks cannot be parlayed together. Get right. out of here. Yeah. They're well, trying I, I they're, don't know, man. They like, don't wanna I, get they don't they saw what happened with FanDuel and don't want to get killed. I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's that though, because for them, like five hundred thousand with the amount that gets bet, like I know, I just feel like yeah, but like that's that's like you got to liquidate five hundred thousand. No, I I think a lot of it though is honestly. I can bet on the fucking color of the Gatorade, but I can't bet on the fucking exact score. I can't. I I can't bet on the Gatorade on on a sports. You can probably find an exact score on some book. Not every book has all the bets, but there are a lot of times where. Like, I even remember, like, even before these apps, there were a lot of times you could not parlay certain things within the same game, and that's just how it is. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I get why you guys like the parlays because you can kind of risk less and potentially win more. I just think you plummet your winning percentage when you get parlay happy. Oh, you do. I for sure. I'm that's why I, I, I am more straight bets, but you know, for yeah. the Super Bowl, I feel like it's. You get some fun ones. I've had a couple of good, um, couple of good parlays, and I, from the, I, I feel like I have to, I have to bet Cincinnati because I've bet them throughout the whole playoffs, and they've won me a good amount of money. So, like, I feel like I have to end up, you know, riding with it. So, um, that's gonna be tough. I feel I'm gonna probably end up taking the spread more than likely because that's what I took them for against Kansas City. Yeah. So. I mean, if you're going to take Cincinnati, like, I don't see why not take the points. You know what I mean? That gives you a field goal cushion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I might as I also might as well just put a money line bet in there if you're going to do it outright and just double up on it kind of deal. So, yeah. But I mean, too, a lot of the things with what you're saying, though, Tudes, if you're smart about it and you're parlaying it, don't get greedy and just grab stuff. Go get some alternate lines. Mess no, I, I understand you know what, what I'm saying. saying. No, I get it. I just like to me, like, too I many don't like- times when you so, like, I used to be a teaser fanatic, right, with football. Um, and then I got away from it because I realized, like, as soon as you start adding more moving parts that the bet is contingent on, one of those is going to lose, right? Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had like a three leg parlay and you know, the two legs that I thought were going to be long shots hit easy. And then the one that was supposed to be a lock just choked and blew it. 
And it's like I you mean Carolina Hurricanes money line last night. Okay. Yeah, and it's like I look at it and I'm like, okay, so if I bet all three of those straight, I make a really solid profit. Yeah, like you know the other one now, of because too, one one messed up, I lose it all. The other side of that too. Most of the times when I parlays are just fun. Um, it's it's exciting because like you can get that high payout right. So don't do them every time, but if you want to sprinkle one in, I'm all about it. And that's I think the Super Bowl is a really fun time to do it because it's the you know it's the game or whatever. But like again, I, I'm a big advocate of teasing and stuff like that. But most of the time, I feel like for people like us when we're betting, we think we're gonna be like, oh, this is the one, and you're gonna get that big chunk where you can start betting heavy amounts on single bets. You know what I'm saying? You can put more juice on that one where you can use the more profitable strategy, but you can start, you know, doing it with the big guns rather than just like being one of those $50 five pick parlay betters that lose it every goddamn week. But I definitely hear what you're saying there. I have a buddy that's been hitting really big on FanDuel, but he's also been doing like nine leg parlays at like, he's doing like, he won like a couple grand on last on the conference championships. And I think I, I can see him heading down the parlay happy road because he hit a couple big ones. Mm-hmm. That's and, almost like the worst thing for you. Right. And now like he's like, I can see start. he's tossing 50 to a hundred on a parlay and like, whew, I can't do that. That's sweaty. That's way too sweaty. Yeah. I like even 50 to a hundred dollars straight bets is sweaty for me to begin with, you know, and the, but the, you know what? You know what? That's comparable to. And I was talking to my Uber driver in Vegas about this one night. Was so he was originally a Penguins fan from like the area or whatever. But then he became a Knights fan when Vegas got a team out there. So he's like, yeah, I've been a hockey fan like my whole life. But a lot of people out here, including my wife, he said, you know, they just got into hockey a few years ago with the Knights and. The first year that it came there, they didn't know anything. If someone went off sides and the whistle blew, everyone was like, what the heck was that? What just happened, right? Yeah. And, and it was it's funny, right? But, like, he said they're starting to get, like, really good with that fan base now. But I was – yeah, you know, the only dangerous thing is, though, they just got into this, and they go to the Stanley Cup final year one, and then they go to, like, a Western Conference final. And all these fans are probably like, oh, this shit's easy. Right. Yeah. And now, now it's like, okay, like you don't know the struggle. And it's the same thing with like your buddy that hit that like nine leg parlay or whatever it yeah. is for a couple grand. It's like, you know, someone newer to gambling or whatever, like downloads the app, like almost one of like great for him. But it's one of those things like you hit that right away. And then it's like, oh, this shit's easy. Right. Like yeah. I got this. And then mm-hmm. you start throwing hammers and then reality comes real quick. Mm hmm. No, I, I agree. I mean, he got he he went four for four on conference weekend, which was pretty crazy, and all were parlays. Yeah. So, I mean, I just trying to like, I mean, just trying to replicate that. That's going to be real tough. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Real tough. I mean, um, but Benny, I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna probably ride that uh, that that pick you got there. So we can all sweat this one out together. Which which one are you referring to? Because those are uh, I hate how I put it in our chat here for those watching. We have a chat that we can put in, but they kind of spaced them together. But where the where I put the odds 
yeah, above yeah, that is what they are. Yeah. They're, each, they're three. Yeah, I like that. I like that McPherson one, and then you didn't say the other one yet out loud, right? Yeah, I was just going to say to round it off, um, the second parlay that I will be doing, well, I'm not – I. I've got both of these in already. I just gave the first one. The second one is Tyler Boyd, Cooper Cup, both anytime touchdown, and over one and a half passing touchdowns for our boy Matthew Stafford. That gets you a plus 530, 50 bucks wins you 315, pays out 315. Wait, that's a, a plus 530? You had it at plus 350. So that's even more. Type I, I like that one even better now. <laughs> yeah, because I the I mean Cooper Cup and the passing touchdowns for the Rams. It's like yeah, yeah, the, that's probably the, the, the risky juicy one. But you know, I read a couple things about it and looked at some things. They love to use Tyler Boyd and when they get out? in, I don't know. He was wearing but, an knee brace. I saw. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. I, but that could that could up the Tyler Boyd production for sure. Yeah. But they like to use him in short yardage close to he the was, end zone. So, I mean, no doubt Cincinnati struggled um, in the conference final to begin with. Like, they couldn't get anything rolling. And it was Boyd that was uh, – Boyd was the first one to hit over 100 yards. I think he had, like, 11 receptions or some shit like that. Like, he yeah. was going – he had a he had a really good game. So, I wouldn't tell him was riding. He was the guy. And then they stumble. So Jamar Chase just falls into their lap, as it were, if you will, if you could say that. Same thing with T. Higgins. And all of a sudden, he's a number three. But he's – he is no joke, and obviously Cooper Cup's an absolute stud. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm actually gonna retype this for you, boys. If you wanna internally do that, fix that one. But yeah, so that's what I'm gonna be doing. I might end up throwing some if I do a side. It's gonna end up being the Bengals on the spread. If I see it get to three and a half. I, you know, I don't know. I'd still probably do it, but I might try to grab it at four. But let's see if I can get some more juice this week leading up to the game. We'll see what the line does. It's going to be interesting. But anything else to cover, gentlemen? Uh, anything else to talk about? We kind of we recap Vegas. We covered some Super Bowl stuff. Any? Uh, I don't know if we want to go round table. One, you know, your lock of the day for the for the big game if you got one. I know, you know, Tudes is our good old choir boy over there. He hasn't been doing this, but, uh, you know. It's funny because people still text me for picks or they'll be like, what do you think? And I'll give some insight. I'll be like, hey, like, this is what I would see here. Like, I don't know, like the Bengals have covered their last six games against opponents with winning records. Like, to me, that means something, right? Like, that's this season. Um, you know, but then there's another stat I'm looking at here, right? Like LA. Um, so the favorite is three, one and one against the spread in the last five Super Bowls. So those are kind of two conflicting stats right there, right? Um, you know, the three out of the last five Super Bowls, you know, you're winning if you bet the the favorite on the spread. So that says take the Rams minus four and a half. It's a judgment call at this point. I don't know, like it's I I take I take the Rams probably, but the Rams is a safe bet, but the game is so close like the lines are so close, it's like how don't you just bet on the Bengals though? Yeah, because I, I think for me, my look at it is I think the Rams are a little bit of a better team. And when I'm not a hundred percent sure, I take the better team, right? It's the same logic with like 
Tom Brady, you know, when he's in the Super Bowl, you know, uh, or, you know, those Patriots teams, whatever. I may not like them, but – and same thing with, like, Alabama football and Nick Saban, whatever. Like, I'm not going to bet against them in that big game. Uh, so I, I like to just go with the better team, and I think that the, the Rams are the better team here. They've got what I think is a better defense, and – I don't know, man. Matt Stafford can ball, and Cooper yeah. Cup had the best numbers out of wide receivers this year. That dude. It seems is... like it's written on the wall too for Matt Stafford. Like it's, it seems like it's his time. I mean, the and, dude and they're it. and they're at their own stadium, right? They haven't had to travel. They're sleeping in their own beds. Like all yeah. that stuff plays factors, I think, too, right? Like, 100%. so you know, I I don't know. I think I think Rams would be the play here. Um, but, yeah, I might be a choir boy. I might just pop a movie in on, on Sunday night. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What a disgrace. No, nah, I can <laughs> I would do, I was there for a while, too, even before uh, I was a better. I was just tired of, like, watching stuff. I go uh, – you go in phases with stuff like that. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I definitely go – I definitely go in phases. And sometimes I'm just like, dude, like, do I really care about these two teams? Like, exactly. In this case, I don't. Right, this one's going to be interesting with the the matchup, though. Just yeah. I'm, I'm those are placed on my end. So, we're oh, he's in. tailing me. Holy, let's go! I love it. Um, I will Ryan. leave. This is the last thing I will say as far as wonky or interesting stat. We have seen, obviously, we will be seeing 17 Super Bowls since 2005. Since that 2005, the team wearing white has won 14 of the 17 Super Bowls. Wow. All right, Rams, book it. <laughs> Fucking book are it. Rams, Rams are wearing white? Oh, no. Yeah. They're wearing yeah. – no, they're not. I'm pretty sure they are because I saw a picture. Let's wager it right now, baby. What? Let's wager it. Let's go. What do you think? I'm pretty sure the Rams are wearing white because I saw a post last week and it said like Bengals Super Bowl uniforms and it was a black jersey. I believe they are wearing all white. I hope I'm wrong. I will throw that out there because that will make me feel better about the fact that I think the Rams are going to win. I'm looking nope, at they're wearing right black. Now. They are wearing black. The Rams are wearing white. Or wait a minute. No, you got to be right because um, they are the home team, right? Technically? Yeah, they're technically. Yeah. Those I mean, are Benny. He's got, Benny, the, I would, Benny, he's got like the patch formal, on it. So. I'd like a formal apology. Yeah, place a fucking wager and I'll apologize. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize, Tudor. You were right. I was wrong. Yeah, I'm an it's idiot. Definitely, they're definitely wearing uh, – You're smart. I'm stupid. Black. Whatever the Billy Mad- – is that Billy Madison? I was uh, wrong. No, 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 no. That's Happy no, Gilmore. That's happy Gilmore when he goes back to Chubbs. Yep. Rams rocking, rocking the white. Yeah, it's – yeah, man. But that's, again, it kind of plays into what I was saying. Close game. I think the the number's good to have the Bengals to cover, but the Rams win. What Tudor initially said. I, like, I kind of like that. I really do like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I, I've picked the cover. I've picked the spread for the Bengals the past two games. Um, I've taken them also like money line on a separate bet, but I, you got to It's just too safe. Right yeah. Now, so. Well, everybody, that about wraps it up. We had a lot to cover in this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a fun episode 47. Hit us up in the comments. Shoot us a DM if you want to see 
you know, printed, you know, like a typed up version of these picks that me and Derek are tailing. Tudes might, I doubt it. Maybe he gets a little froggy the day of and he misses it all of a sudden. Maybe he's got a nice little dream about it, throwing in a big one and he has to, re- he gets to retire. We'll see. We will see. But thank you, everybody. Boys, glad you made it back safe. Wish I could have been there out in Vegas, but uh, next time. Plenty more to come. We, we will not be doing it in a snowy tundra. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you later. See you.